Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, the last Ralph Report of the week. Because it's a Friday. It's just, why? It's awful that you do this. I hate it. Stop! I'm going to take the cans off. Wow. I'm going to rip the cans off. I didn't know you were going to threaten me like that. Rip them off. Ripping your cans off. Rip my boobs right off. It is a brand new show for a brand new day. Thanks so much for joining us, kids. It is Friday, July 14th. The year is 2023. That's the year of Larry. You there, frustration. Who, me? You have the physique of Atlas. Thanks. I work out. (laughs) Make poses with me. Okay. Body slam. Body slam. All hell, Larry the Lobster. It is right to give Larry the Lobster thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on this Hot Fudge Friday. Yeah! Hot Fudge What's going on? Hot Fudge I'm going to have some fun. Hot Fudge What's going on? It is a hot fudge Friday, too. It sure is. You could melt your fudge out there oh, on the sidewalk. Any old fudge will go out there and be hot fudge. I think it's going to be a uh, hot summer. Oh, I think we're so in for a... I was. I think I was talking to another summer. Queen J before we recorded yesterday when you were uh, getting ready for the show. Yes. Uh, people were bitching about June gloom. It I was know. awesome. I it was so awesome. was yelling at everybody complaining about the cool temperatures and the overcast skies 70 65 70 and overcast it was awesome you'll be on your knees begging for this come august i didn't know it was going to be july but i figured august we'd all be sweltering and you know something i've heard it's gonna be like this to october yeah we're already gonna get our swelt on brutal so uh get get ready for a hot for a hot white boys summer (laughs) Isn't that what Chet Chet Hayes That's said? What Chet Hanks? Yeah. Chet it used Hayes. to be Chet Hayes. Oh, that's right. That was his rap name. That's right. And then it was Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks because he needed the name. Hot White Boy Summer. Hot White Boy Summer. What you're going to get here yeah. on the Ralph Report. Kids, I think you've chosen an excellent podcast to listen to. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, it's Fridays. Fridays are always jam-packed. We're going to have the video vault in honor of our brothers on the picket line, the yes. Writers Guild of America. We were talking yesterday about how the secret plan of the producers was to simply ride the strike out until writers are starving mm-hmm. and homeless, basically, in awesome. a nutshell. That has been their game plan. Shitheads. The whole time. They just go, we'll just, we'll just wait until they're dying. Yeah. And then whatever we offer them, they'll have to take it <sighs> because they'll be starving and living in tents. I hate them. Which is... A, a cruel concept beyond measure. Yeah. 
yeah. that any human being, even in a business negotiation, would try to drive someone into poverty in order to yeah. gain the upper hand during a negotiation. And they only have the money that they have because of all these writers that have written all the things that have made them all this money. It's inexplicable. So, um, yeah, in honor of the writers, we're going to take a look at movies featuring writers, movies that are tributes to the writers on today's Video Vault. Also, the Garmy Game Show on tap mm. initially. Yeah. Well, I'll explain it when we get to okay. that. Explain uh, the change up in the Garmy Game Show when we get there. It's a, <laughs> a long story behind it. Uh, entertainment news, your phone calls, all that good stuff lay ahead. But first, let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is mm -hmm. the Rear Admiral himself. The sheriff of Ghost Town, the mayor of Myrtle Beach, the victim of vandalism, mm. the Yahoo of Yellowstone. He's Nipsey Muscle, the Dilf Pickle. He's Holy God, Holy God. Let's call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo ho, Eddie. Any big plans this weekend, Eddie Pence? You have any big shows that people should be on the lookout? I don't for? have any shows this weekend. Oh. I don't. I don't have any uh, major plans. My weekends are pretty boring. I don't do much. Everything seems to fall on the weekdays. How did your uh, hilarious comedy set go at Flappers? Oh, the, the Flappers was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Had a couple um, Gary people show, always show, a few Gary people always show up. It was very nice. They're a very loyal, very troop. supportive group. And uh, I always try to hang out after the show and talk to anybody that wants to talk to me. So we hung out for a little bit, and it was nice. Good times. Good. Uh, which room were you in? The main room. It's the main room. Main room. Did you, did you pack it out? No, it was a, it was a lighter Wednesday than I thought it oh, would be. Uh, it, was it was like light Wednesdays, like half full. You had a light flow. Yeah. Mary, uh, Mary Lynn Raskup. Yeah. Yeah, she was in the show. I know she Mary did, Lynn. Yeah, she did the show. Uh, she, she, we've talked from time to time about her coming on this, uh, oh, on this particular show. She's, very, she's so funny. We haven't had a chance to put it together yet, mm. but I, I love her. Yeah, she was on the show. It was a good show. Good. Um, speaking of hot white boy summer. Y'all. I can't tell you <laughs> the level of interest. I don't know. Is it too much to call it mania? Perhaps. That fever? The, Is it a fever? It's certainly a fever. I'm just trying to decide if it's a mania or not. I don't know. Uh, that the uh, the resurgence of revolver has caused amongst oh, the world okay. at large. It's definitely a fever. And the Garmy uh, in particular. Fever dream. People can't stop talking about well, they revolver. Can't, right? they can't. And who can blame them? Right. So I want to give a shout out to a uh, an unsung hero of the Ralph Report that we don't talk about nearly enough, but it's our man Gilbert Flores. Oh, Gilbert. A.K.A. G-Force. Yeah. He is the guy who takes whatever we spew into these microphones mm -hmm. and then takes it and gives it a nice polish and makes it sound like a professional podcast. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be able to do the show without Gilbert, so thank you, Gilbert. Um, he also took it upon himself. He said, send me the raw files of the uh, of the revolver tracks, mm. and I'll see if I can't clean up that Jewish American princess and make it a little bit more uh, ready for the press. Yeah, get it to get some uh, terrestrial play on the radio there. Yeah, yeah. we got to go down to the uh, record plant and have them print up some copies, some forty five, press some vinyls. That's right. Start distributing it to all the boss DJs. Uh, so he took it, and then I was uh, so pleased yesterday. He said, "Check your uh, check your inbox," and he had sent to me the newly remastered version of oh. Jewish American Princess oh. with the rare one, two, three, four count off Ooh. from the drummer, which was left off the original track. 
But this is like one of those bonus cuts you get. <laughs> like when the Beatles did their uh, their yeah. anthology, yeah. and they went back and unearthed all this uh, previously unreleased material. Right. This is the rare remastered Jewish American princess with the count-in from, from the drummer. Revolver Vault. The original three members of Revolver, as they've <laughs> never been heard before. So clean. <laughs> Pristine. Does it make you wish what could have been? Like, oh, oh this what could have been if we had it sounding had like this? Had we gotten into the Abbey Road studios oh. and been able to lay down some tracks? Had you had a Gilbert back then? Oh, my God. What could have been? <laughs> but now we can all <laughs> revel in this brand new, pristine version of Jewish American Princess, my smash hit song that I wrote when I was 12 years old in my band Revolver back in junior high school. So please, to kick off today's show, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jewish American. Why? Why are you laughing at Jewish American princess? I'm not, I'm not laughing. Here's revolver, revolver as you've never heard them before. Jewish American princess, written and sung by your own truly Ralph Garman, uh, with uh, John Caruso and Stuart Green uh, playing their uh, respective instruments. Yes. Have I have I set this up enough? I think, think? You, big setup. All right. Time Huge to just play it. Here we go. One, two, three, four. You're the disco queen of the world. You never waste your time on a young rock and roller. And you're so incredibly cool. It never dawned on you that I never bother with you. You're a Jewish American princess. And you act just like you're a highness. Your jeans are on so tight. Your face, but then I don't know if I want to. Well, this is the queen. You got a real strong body, but a weak mind that matches. Your eyes all covered with cream. Well, I'm just stop being in and try to be yourself for just one. You're a Jewish American princess, and you act like you're a highness. Wow. You can hear it all. You can hear all of it. All of it. That's significance uh, and its beauty the tight jeans was that one of the lines you and your tight jeans your jeans are on so your tight. jeans are on so tight yes that yes. stuff yeah phoebe, phoebe, loves it. phoebe loves it she's yelling encore in her doggy speak <laughs> even dogs love wrong revolver roar. wrong roar put that on the cover of the wrong album roar. so uh what inspired what go. would you pull anything from that like that what inspired you to make that song not not the subject matter i told but, you what but inspired like it. but like the, i was i was horny for Hot Jewish girls in school, but and musically, they, were, they weren't you, interested in me. Did you pull from any inspirations from other songs to sort of get the, the beat or the melody? Or? Nothing, nothing uh, was influencing nothing. that song. Okay. Why? Does that remind you of No, I was just song? trying. I was trying if it, it didn't remind me of anything, but it, it's got such a, a catchy hook to it. Mm. I didn't know if you like were inspired by any other No, I didn't lift song. anything. It huh? just, just came to me. Just wonder. Much like, uh, you know, Paul McCartney always says that yesterday just yeah. came to him. Right, in a dream. In a dream. He woke up one morning, and he was like, Right. scrambled eggs oh i love my little scrambled eggs and he had the the tune was already in his head okay, that's why I, was, I just wondered if it just came to you or you sort of were inspired by a few different songs to no it was okay. just me that's it 
Impressive. Oh my god. We're not getting an encore, Phoebe. Phoebe, stop it. Calm down. Got her all riled up. I know. Is she Jewish? I wonder. I didn't think. Maybe she's Jewish. They never ask. Maybe she's offended. <laughs> I got to find out what her last name is. She might be. Uh, so there you go, boys and girls. The news. I might have to release that track. Maybe oh, on YouTube or something. I put it on YouTube. Yeah. And just with a still picture of the exactly. band. Exactly. Just flo float it up and see what happens. See what happens, man. It's never too late, folks. No. You never know. Not the music industry. No. They love old people. They do. <laughs> The people are always breaking hot, are usually uh, older. Yeah. Uh, they love a, the AARP crowd. Especially uh, white guys, especially old white guys. And never too late. It's man. never been a hotter time in the music business for old white men. That's perfect. So keep your, keep your ears and eyes peeled for my meteoric rise uh, to musical fame and success. <laughs> All right, before we jump into your phone calls, kids, I want to let you know about the uh, raffle we're having Ooh. over the weekend. As you know, when Eddie Pence draws his drawn in 60 seconds art like he did yesterday, we always take it and we put it up uh, in the raffle for, in order to raise some money for a yes. worthy charity. Yes, so yes, yes. Uh, I dropped it yesterday. Check it out if you get a chance, if you're kind enough to make a donation, and then we'll be picking a winner early next week. Uh, this week's charity... I thought, again, since we're talking about the uh, WGA strike, and it really, really made me angry when I read those It's comments. awful. It's awful. Uh, they have a uh, community fund, yeah. which is available for emergency money for people who are struggling in the union, who yeah. are out of work. And they're in their what, 73rd day now? Yeah, or two over two months. Um, uh, for people who are just jammed up financially, they have an emergency fund. Yeah, SAG has one too. Well, it's yeah. all part of the same group. It's called the Entertainment Community Fund. And they draw for SAG, and now we're on strike as well. Uh, the, uh, the writers do as well. So this is an emergency fund for folks who are just in desperate need because they are holding out for better conditions, working conditions, yeah. and, and monetary. Fair pay. Yeah, and fair pay, basically. So I thought it would be a, a great charity to donate to the Entertainment Community Fund. You can check the link I sent out. And they work a broad spectrum of programs. They've got workshops and support groups and online resources, as well as the emergency financial assistance to support people who work in the performing arts. And uh, um, you can click on that and donate. And that's going to be this weekend's charity. So I just wanted to give them a shout out. All right, let's take a look. Well, not a look. I mean, we could look. A listen? But it doesn't do anything when you look at it. You got to listen to it. <laughs> Let's take a listen to the Ralph Report hotline. That's how you can reach us. If you get anything on your mind, love to hear from you. Just got to dial up that number, one eight three three. Hey, Ralph. And it's your turn. Whatever's on your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, just leave a voicemail. I listen to them all. Then I grab a handful that catch my attention, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmin's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. We all remember that uh, Tracy Pence, Eddie's lovely wife, woke up angry at him the <laughs> other day because he was uh, cheating on her with two girls he was gone camping with. My fun friends. His fun friends. That's what you want to call them. <laughs> she was upset, and rightly so. Well, uh, you know Gigi, a little bunny oh, rabbit. Gigi, yeah. She called in. I'm sorry to uh, let you know, Eddie, she is taking uh, your wife's okay. side on this one. All right. Hi, guys. It's Bunny Rabbit. This message is for Eddie. Eddie, I had a dream that I helped 
Tracy stab esas putas de mierda you were whoring around in your dream. What? So I got Tracy stab. The fuck? Okay, lick my balls, love you, bye. You what? Cute little Gigi, little bunny rabbit, had a dream where she helped stab your girlfriend for for Tracy. She and Tracy got together and uh, stabbed your side piece. Jeez, my side so piece I is hope you're happy. We're both innocent in I this. I hope you're happy. I hope now you've ruined Gigi's two lives. happy. She's killed an innocent subconscious oh, manifestation. I, I don't think she was innocent at all. Oh Not the way God. she dresses. I've seen her. She just likes to have a good time. Yeah, she's, she's a fun, fun friend. Indeed. <laughs> Yesterday, Eddie Pence inexplicably said that clarinets are old instruments. Made no sense to anybody, least of all me. But a lot of the Garmy members were perplexed how Eddie just picked a musical instrument and decided it was old. It's old, man. Hey, Ralph. This is Joe, four-star general from Blacksburg, Virginia. Go Hokies, Eddie. Um, I was just listening to the Ralph Report on Thursday, and Eddie said, that the clarinet is an old-timey sounding instrument. Yes, uh, it is. Coming from a clarinet slash saxophone player, uh, I can kind of agree to that, but you also have to think the cantina theme in Star Wars, Oh, one of the main parts is a clarinet. Uh-huh. And that mm-hmm. sounds a little bit more like Tomorrowland than yesterday. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, doesn't Anyways, it? Anyways, okay. love you. Mean it, bye. Yeah, all right. I'm not sure. Well, well, love you. Sure. Your beloved right. Star yeah. Wars what's, what's, franchise. What's, what's the opening line in Star Wars? Uh, a long time ago. Oh, but it's a galaxy, in a galaxy far, far, far away. A long time ago. But it's all future, spacey. Thanks, fellow Hokie, for proving sci-fi, my point. All sci-fi wackiness. A long time ago. You said, oh, does it fit in Tomorrowland? It oh, doesn't. Maybe. Neither does Star Wars. I think maybe it does. Future sci-fi sound. Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You know who else has an opinion of the clarinet? Oh, yeah? Our old pal Ziggy. (laughs) Ziggy called it. Oh, man. Hey, fellas. Ziggy here. I heard Eddie doesn't like the clarinet. But if you were to compare all the instruments in a contest, the clarinet would win. See, Eddie, a clarinet is a woodwind instrument. Why can't Gigi stab him? From the class of instruments known as woodwinds. Gigi needs to stab Ziggy. So if you put it in a contest, the clarinet would win. Yeah, I got it. Ziggy needs to die. Ziggy, is he funny? (laughs) Ziggy, (laughs) fuck you, you are a little creep. Hello, this from Ziggy's call. That's pretty strong. <laughs> Maybe the funniest thing he's ever said. <laughs> Yesterday, Clay called in. He wanted to know why he couldn't put his elbows on the table. Remember that yeah, little yeah, six-year-old yeah. Clay? Sure. Well, his mom called in to uh, thank us for featuring on yes- featuring him on yesterday's show. Hi, Ralph. It's Racine, four-star general, and Clay's mom. <laughs> I just had to thank you so much for featuring his call. Um, he was just so, so excited. You made his entire week. He was so happy last night when we were watching the live Ralph report together when he heard his little voice. And, you know, we listened to why <laughs> putting elbows on the table was rude. I, I cannot tell you how many times 
over the last year when he wants to know something, he says, we should call Ralph and ask Ralph, where did it come from? And finally I said, yes, let's do this one for the elbows on the table because mommy wants to know why too. And not only did he thank me last night for allowing him to call you, but he thanked me this morning before he left for his summer program. So you just made his little heart dance and he's so happy and I'm sure he's going to keep talking about it. And I just, uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough for making him so, just feeling so honored and answering his question. The Garmy's amazing. You're amazing. Everybody's amazing here on the podcast. Um, yeah, so I hope you have a wonderful day and love you. Mean it. Bye. Thank you. And thank Clay for me. That just makes my day. Oh, so I'm thanks so much for six year old. That's the best age. Oh, oh my such God. A good age. I miss it so much. Me too. And uh, we were talking about roller coasters yesterday yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. How we don't fare as well on them as we used to. <laughs> Hi, Ralph. This is Michelle from Orange County. Um, I heard you guys talking about losing your affinity for roller coasters. Me too. Um, I believe it's because when you get older, something about your inner ear changes, and then that that feels like your balance. So you're just not able to handle it anymore. Um, I don't know all the details, but I know you love researching things and teaching other people. Do you want to look that up and, and share with us the details of why we lose our affinity for roller coasters, or many of us do as we get older? Um, hope to hear from you guys about that. Love you, Nina. Bye. Now, I didn't realize that one of the many things aging takes away from you yeah. is your ability to enjoy roller coasters it, it as well. It does suck. It does suck. But she's absolutely right. Apparently, it is uh, has to do with the vestibular system. Oh, the old vestibular system. That is contained in the inner ear. As you get older, your vestibular system gets less efficient. Mm. And so it doesn't respond as easily to the motion of the head or the movement around you. Oh. Now, normally, the inner ear automatically responds to such movement. But as you get older, apparently that system is not as efficient. And so it gives you nausea and you can get uh, motion sickness and headaches and all kinds of I guess it makes sense when you're tiny, you're getting tossed around all over the place. Whether you're in the womb or when you're a toddler or a baby. You get older, you're a little more stable. Here's the good news, though. This Dr. Dale Avers, PhD, says you can train your vestibular system to be less sensitive. How? You just have to go on roller coasters over and over and so over again. So you just again. get used to nausea. You have to subject yourself to those symptoms over and over and over again, and eventually your vestibular system will uh, realign and oh, get less sensitive. Just spend a day at Six Flags. Apparently, we're just going to have to hit it hard. Just going to go on every one. <laughs> like for a week. Every just day do it, for man. a week. And, you know, we play upbeat music for you each and every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We, pl- we call those our happy hits. We're featuring covers. And on Fridays, we also feature songs from movies, from mm-hmm. motion pictures in honor of the video vault. Maddie Kay called in. This one certainly ticks both boxes. Hi, Ralph. Yo, Eddie. What's up? Queen Jig, Wilson, and Steve. That's uh, Maddie Kay. Um, I love the happy hit. I hope that you could play for me. You just play The Outsiders. Time won't let me. Now, the Smithereens covered the song for the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, Time Cop. And if you, you know, choose to play the song, if you could just include the little bit from the music video uh, with, uh, you know, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme telling the boys, let's go, um, we'd be greatly appreciated, LMB. Oh, hell yeah, I'm including the muscles from Brussels. I got the whole thing straight from the video. I remember this video, too. After Time Cop came out, they got Jean-Claude Van Damme with the smithereens. Yeah. He's like, now we're going to go back into time, and I'm going to take you to places where everything is timey, limey. 
timey-wimey. I'm not sure if that's exactly the words. But uh, here it is from the soundtrack of Time Cop, that classic song we did play the little of yesterday, Time Won't Let Me, this time by the Smithereens. And this way, I will take you through time. And of course, I cannot predict what will happen. Are you ready? Let's do it. I love the smithereens. I miss that band. Me too. I wish they were still a thing. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, now it's time mm -hmm. for a lucky member of the Garmy to potentially win Ooh. some fabulous cash and prizes, cash not included, on the Garmy Game Show. It's time for America's fastest-growing quiz sensation, the Garmy Game Show, with the host that loves you most, Ralph Garmin, and the contestant that can win you fabulous prizes, Eddie Prince. Thank you so much, John Cooperman. Welcome, everyone, to the Garmy Game Show, the only game show on the Ralph Report, where you can win some fantastic cash and prizes, cash not included. If, in this case, Eddie Pence can come through for you mm. and answer a mere five out of ten questions correctly. Doesn't seem that hard. No. So, hopefully, a lucky member of the Garmy will hopefully. win today's prize if Eddie does just that. If he gets ten out of ten, then you get today's prize plus the special bonus grand prize, which is the Eddie Pence <clears throat> Comedy on Special on DVD. Oh. And if Eddie should blank today and <laughs> get no answers correct you will win the consolation prize. Actually, anything under five. If he, if he, Four or less. If he loses, if he's a loser, then you wow. get the, the I don't like how you said consolation that. prize, 
which is the Eddie Pence comedy unspecial on CD. All right, let's find out what today's lucky Garmy member could potentially win. Tell him, Ralph Garmin. Why, thank you, Ralph. Today, the lucky Garmy member could win the Ralph Report Coffee Mug. That's right. You can join the Ralph Report Coffee Club by holding this beautiful mug and filling it with coffee. How can you hold it? And then drink it out of the coffee mug. I'm so glad you asked. You want to hold a coffee mug? Well, you can't hold it in your hands because that would be too hot. But luckily, the Ralph Report Coffee Mug has a handy-dandy handle. That's right. You can slip your fingers through it and grip it via the special, unique handle on this coffee mug. Don't forget, it's also two-toned. Orange on the inside, white on the outside, and emblazoned with the Ralph Report logo. As if that wasn't enough. What if you want to have a shot of something? If only there was a particular kind of glass made just to hold a shot. Well, you're in luck. We've got the Ralph Report shot glass. That's right. It's a glass meant to hold a shot. And it could be yours with the Ralph Report logo emblazoned on the front. What about the rest of it? It's transparent. You can see are right there through it. There are no handles. Oh. Because most shots aren't hot. Also, you can win the Ralph Report Podcasting Core poster. Originally only available at the live Ralph Report. Now it can be yours, emblazoned with the signatures of all four members of the Podcasting Four. Ralph Garman, Eddie Pence, Queen Jay, and Steve Ashton. Suitable for free. All this could be yours if Eddie Pence gets five out of ten questions correct on the Ralph Report Garmy Game Show. Back to you, Ralph. Thank you, Ralph. Ralph's full of energy. So much. All right, now I may have, I don't know if I teased this yesterday. Yeah. I may have just said it to Eddie. I think you teased it in the show. Did I? I The original plan was to play a rousing edition of Russian or Backwards. Yeah. And as I went to prepare today's show, I was recognizing that as I pulled Russian phrases, that sounded great. That sounded like somebody talking backwards. But when I flipped English phrases, right. there was that unique sort of backwards sound to it Right, that was a dead giveaway every time you would gotcha. play something in reverse. Gotcha. So, you know, <laughs> sounds like you're talking backwards, <laughs> but if you reversed a piece of audio, it would go, yeah. so it would be telltale. Ah. And so I said, well, that's not fair because Eddie will certainly know which one is Russian well, and which obviously. one is backwards. Then I said to myself, I said, well, maybe I can learn to speak the Russian phrases phonetically and then learn to speak English phrases backwards phonetically. Right. And that was a chore. And we have limited time. N- nigh impossible. Right. So I said, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do that correctly. Because <laughs> then I thought I'd play what I said backwards forward to see what the phrase sure. was. And I tried it, experimented. So that didn't work at all. It did not work. But I was still hung up on the idea of backwards. I love the backwards. Backwards is fun. And that reminded me of a very early version of the Garmy game show. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I do. The old game Sidraw Cab. I hate this game. Sidraw Cab. Sidraw Cab. Sidraw Cab. (laughs) So backwards means is backwards. The draw cab, an old throwback version of the Garmin oh, game show. I remember this. Where I play Eddie Pence a clip of something that's backwards, and he has to guess what is being said so backwards. Now, I thought I'm springing this on Eddie. What's the one way I could make this fun for Eddie? <laughs> okay, so today's draw cab yeah. 
are all Star Wars characters. Oh, okay. Names of characters. Names of characters. Okay. And to make it even easier, they're all characters from the original trilogy. From, oh. From four, five, and six. Three movies. Those three film. movies, okay. all these characters you can be found. You gave me some parameters here. I that did. Helps. So you have something to, to draw from when you're trying to figure that out helps. what we're saying. That helps. So here's like a sample question, okay? Okay. I'm going to play you this, and you have to tell me the name of the Star Wars character okay. I'm saying. Okay. Original trilogy. Fuck, I hate this game. Oh, fucking no. The key is to pick out certain I know. sounds of well, letters. It and... ends with like a, it sounds like it ends with an S, so it's gotta start with an S. Right. Stormtrooper? C-3PO. C-3PO. That's what that is. So. Fuck. That was a real question. We just send this person not a CD done. right now and get this over well. I have faith in you. Mm. You ready for question number one? Well, shouldn't we tell who we're playing for? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Who, who's going to be disappointed today? <laughs> who's getting a CD? <laughs> who's, who's not going to win a coffee mug and <laughs> a shot glass today? <laughs> just wondering. Um, the uh, unlucky uh, Garmin member today is Stephen Ellis. Stephen Ellis? Yes. Where is he hail from? La Canada, California. <laughs> it's La Canada. La Canada. It's not La Canada. La Canada. You've lived in the Southern California right. area yeah. for years. Right. And but you don't know La Canada? It's, yeah. The La Canada Flint Ridge area? It's not Canada. It went N-A-D. It's got a nging on top of it. It's got one of those squiggles on top it's also La Canada. La Canada. All right. Uh, what's his name again? Stephen Ellis. Stephen. Apologize in the, in advance. Steven. Sorry, Stephen. You can turn off the podcast. <laughs> it's a foregone conclusion. Fine, dust off a CD player. Question number one. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Luke Skywalker. Final answer. Yeah. Emperor Palpatine. Well, he's not. <laughs> Sorry about that. God damn it. Sorry. All right, question number two. You ready? No. Here we go. Nisa Rockwoodnell. Nisa Rockwoodnell. Nisa Rockwoodnell. Nisa Rockwoodnell. I don't fucking know. Nisa Rockwoodnell. Luke Skywalker. Lando Calrissian. Fuck you, God. Motherfuck. Miserando Nell. This is L. It ends with an L. So Lance, Lando Calrissian. Luke. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Here we go. Hakabush. Hakabush. Bush. Hakabush. Hakabush. Fuck. Hakabush. Ah, it's a... Uh, Bush. Uh, uh, Boba Fett. Final answer? Yeah. Chewbacca. No, how's sorry. that? How's Chewbacca? How Cal Bush? How Cal Bush? No. Chewbacca? No. Abakshish? No. Abakshish? No. How Cal Bush? No. All right, here we go. Next yeah, one. I can't play this game. Here we go. Herkal Wax. Cool. Herkal Wax. Cool. That's Luke Skywalker. You sure? Yes. Luke Skywalker. There we go. Now you're on a roll. Now you're getting it. Now things have turned your way. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Question number five. Mm -hmm. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wow, Eddie Pants. On a roll. I'm not. Here we go. All right. Well, was nah. Well, was nah. Han Solo. Well, was nah. Han Solo. Look at you tearing him up. You right. were just sandbagging. Yeah, you're I'm just, just sandbagging. You're yeah. just sitting back. That's what I'm doing. I'm sharking you. Letting everybody just get all comfortable yeah. with the idea of defeat, and then you're just going to just race <sighs> okay. through these. Stop. Here we go. Heard it. Throw it. Heard it. Throw it. Heard it. Throw it. Heard it. Flawed? Heard it. Throw it. Heard it. Throw it. Heard it. Throw it. Boba Fett. Final answer? Yeah. Darth Vader. Heard it. Flawed. Sorry. That V should have been a. Heard it. Flawed. I can't tell. It's just all sounds. <laughs> Just sounds. All right, here we go. Indistinguishable sounds. Hail Cessner. Hail Cessner. Hail. Hail Cessner. Hail Cessner. Princess Leia. Final answer. Yeah. Princess uh, Leia. Wow! Jesus. Look at you. Oh my God. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. No. I'll cat horn that. I'll cat. Horn that. Horn that. Horn that. How back? How back? Whole neck. Horn that. Job of the hut. Final answer. Yeah. Horn that. Admiral Akbar. Oh, I'm God sorry. damn it. It's a trap. That was a trap walking, eh? All right, and here we go. Final one. You ready? Yeah. No. Steph Hubbub. Steph Hubbub. Steph Hubbub. Boba Fett. Steph Hubbub. Boba Fett. Yeah, there we go. Jesus. All right, I'm going to ask you to do oh. some quick math and some tabulations. My and let, God. Let Stephen Ellis of La Cunada, California, know how many La you Canada. got right. I got five. What? Oh, now I feel bad for telling him to turn off the podcast. He should have stuck around. <laughs> He'll never know. For the exciting conclusion. Wow. Look at you. Fuck, that's hard. I hate that kid. Playing Sidraw Cab. Oh, I, I think that's it. the reason we've, we we put it in the, on the back shelf for the past four I, years. I, I've missed. It was your furious reaction to it initially. Because I think I got one right the last time. Yeah. It was, oh, I hate right. that. I tried to give you a category you had. No, that helped in. give me the parameters so I just, I knew what names to sort of pick from. At least that was fair. Yeah. Well done, Eddie Pence. Uh, Congratulations. Sidraw uh, Cab. Sidraw <laughs> Cab. Spelled well, backwards means is. <laughs> See you next time on The Garmy Game Show. The Garmy Game Show is a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. You all right? You're super yeah. sweating No, no I just I wanted to win for Steven. Eddie Pence was literally sweating, boys and girls, in an Steven. air-conditioned home. I wanted to win My for God. Steven. Yeah, for Steven. In La Canada. It's about you, man. It's all about it's you. Not about me. I don't care about winning. Oh, I beg to differ. Well, 
only when I'm playing you. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. Literally strutting <laughs> only, around the room. Only when I'm playing against you. My God. <laughs> Steven, congratulations. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled on your mailbox. All that good stuff will be winging its way your way. Your way. Soon. Now let's take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Well, I mentioned it earlier, the SAG-AFTRA union has officially announced they are going on strike as of yesterday. The National Board approved the Guild's first walkout against film and TV producers since 1980 was yeah. the last time they went. We've had some commercial strikes, right? But yeah, no, but not yeah. Uh, TV and film. Yeah. Now it's uh, with the Writers Guild. That's not, uh, girl. The Writers Guild, as I mentioned now, they're in their 74th day, I mm. believe, of their strike, and we will be joining them on the picket line. Starting today. Fran Drescher and the National Executive Director and Chief Negotiator, Duncan Cabtree, Ireland, which sounds like a completely made-up name. <laughs> Duncan Cabtree, Ireland. It's a blow-up doll she left behind when she went to Italy. Yeah, hanging out with the Kardashians. It's like airplane. Um, they said they negotiated in good faith and were eager to reach a deal that sufficiently addressed performer needs, but the producer's response was insulting, <sighs> in their words, and disrespectful to our massive contributions to this industry. Yeah. It all comes down to the streamers. It really does. Yeah. And here's the thing. Streamers are crying, how can we possibly make any money if we give residuals to the performers and writers equal to what they got in their network deals back when television right. was just television. Right. To which I would answer, those networks made millions and billions of dollars yeah. while giving a fair share to the performers who made those millions of dollars for you. Right. So it obviously can be done. Yeah. You're just too fucking greedy yeah. now. I'm sorry, especially, and this will come up in the next story, especially the executive packages for those at the top of these streamers. Yeah. Yesterday as well, Bob Iger, who is the head of Disney, of course, he's the Disney CEO. He did an interview on Thursday saying that the uh, the striking guilds, the WGA and the SAG-AFTRA, their conditions they were asking for were just not realistic. Here's his quote. I understand any labor organization's desire to work on the behalf of its members and to get the most compensation and be compensated fairly based on the value they deliver. We managed as an industry to negotiate a very good deal with the Directors Guild that reflects the value that the directors could contribute to this great business. It's very different. Very different. The, the working conditions, the, uh, the, the, the numbers of people in the guild, yeah. the way they're hired, it's a it's a whole different ball of wax yes, compared and to writers. Kind of shame on the directors for signing so quickly, leaving those actors and the writers in the lurch. It does seem a little selfish. Yeah, quite it really does. Uh, we wanted to do the same thing with the writers, and we'd like to do the same things with the actors. But there's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. Mm -hmm. And they're adding to the set of challenges that this business is already facing. That is quite frankly very disruptive. Oh, I'm sorry to ruin your day, Bob Iger. Let me tell you something about Bob Iger. Recently came out of retirement to return to be the CEO of Walt Disney yeah. and steer them through some difficult times politically down there in Florida, yeah. dealing with Ron DeSantis and Disney World yeah. and dealing in this new uh, era of streaming. Let me tell you about Bob Iger, what he is expected to earn mm -hmm. in the next two years of his deal. He's getting a $27 million salary wow. and then a bonus package 
and stock options oh. that are worth another $27 million. So he's making 50 some million dollars Roughly, a year. he's set to make over $50 million yeah. per year. And the guy he just replaced got like a, how big of a severance package? A massive he... golden parachute Jesus. for that guy. So if you're for failing. If you're concerned <laughs> about <laughs> the financial well-being of your company, yeah. perhaps you don't start slashing at the very lowest rungs of your album. That's corporate greed. They always cut the bottom. They never cut from the top. It's ever. It's goddamned insulting and even should be insulting to stockholders yeah. because they should say, How can you in all good conscience, given the the the, the, the turnout at the box office for recent Disney films that have been struggling, yeah. that you greenlit, right? Yeah. You were the guy who were pulling making all the choices. How can you, in good conscience, take that salary and not see that you also have to tighten your belt if it's right. a concern? It's not really a concern because they're still making billions of they're dollars not taking, in profit. They're not taking pay cuts. So uh, I, I'm just so furious. And I mentioned it yesterday in this, the, this culture of corporate greed, which is just profit at any cost, is a fairly new phenomenon in America. Yeah. It used to be that CEOs and owners of businesses made vast profits, but also felt a certain sense of obligation to their workers and thought mm. it was it was it was it was on their shoulders to have to also be um, conscientious when it came to dealing yeah. with employees. Now it, they simply don't care. Yeah, well, because the shareholders have to see that line keep going up every year profit margins have to keep going they can't flatten it yeah all. the expectations that you constantly go up that you're indefinitely going to be growing a business that's what is unrealistic yeah. if you want to talk about it's expectations absurd. so it just really pisses me off and uh i look that's why this the charity for the weekend is this emergency fund because i think this is a real crossroads where these unions can't afford no, to can't buckle cave. and cave into these weak-ass deals that the producers are dangling in front yeah. of them, hoping that they'll just be too hungry and to I, stay out of it. And I hope here. SAG stays unified with the WGA and doesn't just get some deal and then leave the, the riders in the lurch or, the other, or vice versa, because it's only going to work if they stay united against this. Yeah. If they split, it's just going to it's gonna weaken it. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, man, for him to, for Bob Iger to say, you guys are being disruptive. And you're really just, yeah. it's really- When you're um, making half a hundred million dollars. Really inconveniencing us with your desire to be able to make a living. Yeah. How dare you? All right, let's get into something funnier. You know, it's great <laughs> when people are on stage doing music and people throw things at them. That's amazing. Oh, it's my boy. favorite part of life. That is so funny. Happened again in Germany this time, the rapper Lato. She was doing her hit song, Put It On The Floor, mm -hmm. in Germany, sure. and someone threw something on the stage. Now, we've seen this before. B.B. Rex, as I mentioned, was hit with a cell phone, leaving her with stitches. Harry Styles, Drake, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, they've all had to deal with flying objects coming out of the crowd now and landing, either hitting them or landing on the stage. Yeah. And they've all been vocal about their displeasure. Only Lado had the wherewithal to work it into her song while she was performing on stage. And I have to give her mad props, as the kids say. <laughs> That's what the kids say. For this. It's hard to make it out because it was recorded from the audience, but she is rapping, you want your ass beat? Throw it again. You want your ass beat? 
throw it again. She actually worked it into the song. <laughs> That's what they floor, should do. Floor. They should find the person, bring them on stage, have the security to yell, beat the fuck of the person on stage. And leave their mangled body there I'm for not, the duration of the concert. I'm not sure if that's the answer. That's the answer. That is the answer. Why not just put their head on a pike like we talked about yesterday? If that's what it takes. On at the this London point. Bridge. I'm just saying, I'm not sure. Somebody's going to get seriously, seriously injured. Beating someone beating unconscious them to death. and leaving okay, them on then, the stage. Okay, then, then surround the top of the arena with guys with pellet guns. How about just. And pop the person with a pellet. I mean, just ejection from the No, because okay. they won't learn. They don't learn that way. <laughs> How do they learn, Dad? You need a pellet gun to the crotch. <laughs> That'll stop you. You wouldn't throw another phone. Like a pellet's going to bother my crotch. <laughs> well, gonna, gonna, several pellets. You need those uh, beanbag guns they use for, like, riot control. <laughs> Get one some rubber bullets. Get one of those to the crotch. Fire oh. that into the crowd. <laughs> what, just strafe? <laughs> just strafe the crowd? Just fucking teach everybody a lesson. If anybody throws anything, you're all being shot with right. rubber bullets. Then they start self-policing. Oh, I see. Then they start self-policing. Genius. Eddie Pence, once again. That's riot control. I'm scared. <laughs> Going to a dark place. Take a look today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on July 14th. Singer-comedian Kyle Gass. We were just talking yeah, about Kyle his yesterday. Package. His massive package traipsing in the surf <laughs> with his buddy Jack Black during that video for Wicked Game. Tenacious D's Kyle Gass is 63 years old today. This is not the greatest song in the world, no. This is just a tribute. Couldn't remember. Actor Nancy Olsen, the co-star of William uh, Holden in Sunset Boulevard. Mm. 95 years old. Still, still with us. Actor, former football player Rosie Greer is also still oh. with us at 91. Keyboardist Ellen Reed of the Crash Test Dummies is 57 today. Superman never made any money. Saving the world from Solomon Grundy And sometimes I despair The world will never see another man Like him This song makes me cry when, when did Solomon Grundy threaten the world? He's a bad he would, man He never threatened the world he, If he got, if he started what? What would he in the do? The Legion of Doom. He would join he forces with Luther and Doctor Savannah. He was the muscle. He didn't do anything. You don't know. I man. know. So sad that song. It's not. Vincent Pastore from The Sopranos is seventy-seven years old. Singer Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons turns thirty-six. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning and the thunder. Thunder, thunder. Thunder. Jane Lynch from Glee, of course, was her big breakout show. Yeah. She is 63 years old today. You know, she got her start in the real-life Brady Bunch show that oh, yeah. I also did, but she did the original Chicago version. Oh, she wow. played uh, Florence Henderson in that Oh, version. I got it. That was great. And then um, when we started doing the road tour, she went off to greener pastures. Mm. But So we're two, I'm two degrees of Jane Lynch. <laughs> You're almost there. Singer-guitarist Tanya Donnelly of Belly is 57. Me, 
actor Jackie Earl Haley, Rorschach himself, and then later on, Freddy Krueger, if you remember in the remake. He is 62. Actor Matthew Fox from Party of Five and Lost is 57. Dan Smith, singer of Bastille, is 37. But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like nothing changed at all? Missy Gold, the little girl from Benson. Yeah. She's 53 Sot today. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Phoebe Waller-Bridge from Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny in Fleabag. She's 38. I still don't understand the hate directed towards her. I thought she was great in that movie. Fuck I love it. her. Chodes. Just she's, a bunch of fucking chodes. She's so charming and lovable and fun. Just bros and chodes want to hate. <laughs> bros and chodes. Someone had the, uh, the audacity to accuse Jewish American princess to be an incel anthem. <laughs> Because he's like, you're, you're just like those guys. You were like, you, you were like, wanted to be with all the chicks, but you couldn't, so you got all angry. Yeah, but then you say, I don't think I really want to be if I give him the chance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Because physically, I'm attracted to her, but right. when I look and see how, sha- not, yeah. how shallow she yeah. is, then I realize that you I'm know, probably I, better I, off. I, I listen to the yeah, lyrics. Yeah, you got the depth of I got it, man. It. But you know, what, you know what I didn't do? I didn't join some right wing nut group because I wasn't getting my rocks off. <laughs> I, I worked off I worked on my game and I started jerk. dating girls. I want to jerk off to Andrew Tate. That's right. And lastly, Taboo oh. of the Black Eyed Peas is 48 today. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Running, running, and running, running. <laughs> That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, before we check out for the week, it's time to go down beneath the Batcave into the subterranean titanium vault where every movie made in the history of cinema lies therein. And we reach in and pick out a couple for you that we can recommend over the weekend. It's time the video vault to be opened. <laughs> See, that's why we need writers. Right. We need writers. They would have put those words in the right order. They would have rearranged that sentence and that it makes sense. (laughs) That's why we're paying a tribute to writers on this week's Video Vault theme. Mm. I'm going to go first. Boy, I love this film. And so few people went to see it in theaters. It really broke my heart. It's called Trumbo. It's from 2015, directed by Jay Roach, best known for his work in the Austin Powers films. But it's a uh, serious nonfiction drama, the story of Dalton Trumbo, Hollywood screenwriter, who was blacklisted during the days of the investigation into the Communist Party when you had those, uh, the House Committee on Un-American the Red Activities, Scare. the Red Scare, and they were having subpoenas. They would bring people in the entertainment industry into Congress and then grill them about whether they were members of the Communist Party. Un-American activities. Un-American activities. The Red Scare was so bad in the 1950s that people were uh, grilled in front of Congress. And then if they didn't admit to being a communist or they didn't have communist ties, they were pressured to name names of other people in the industry who they believed did. It was a terrifying time in this country for trampling over people's rights 
when people were claiming you don't have a right to to deny me employment just because of who I vote for or what religion I am. Yeah. And uh, Congress uh, did not believe that. Dalton Trumbo was just such a writer. He's played by Brian Cranston in this film. It's an amazing performance. He was nominated for an Oscar for it. A great supporting cast as well. Helen Mirren, John Goodman, Elle Fanning, Diane Lane. Uh, it's just a blast, too. It's a great throwback film to a golden age in Hollywood, but it's also a terrifying cautionary tale about what government can do if you let them run roughshod over your rights simply because of fear. There was no real reason to have to investigate Hollywood. They weren't doing anything against the country. And at the time, the Communist Party was a legitimate political party where you could be a member yeah. and even vote for communist um, candidates in yeah. your elections it didn't mean you were supporting the Russians or the or Red China or anything right. else like that. They just got associated with each other. So anyway, Trumbo, uh, as I mentioned, gets put on a blacklist and he can no longer work in the industry. And he has to try to find a way to feed his family. So he starts working in what they call black market scripts where he would write scripts and then change his name on them. Or he would give them to other friends who were writers who weren't blacklisted and right. they would put their name on the scripts and then share with him the money that they got paid for for those scripts mm -hmm. he won two academy awards that's nuts that he couldn't accept oh because other people's names were on those scripts that's terrible it finally took brave people like kirk douglas in 1960 who asked him to write the screenplay for his epic slave film spartacus and allowed his name to be put on the script despite pressure from the press and yeah. from the studios uh, Otto Preminger also did the same thing for Exodus. It's a great film, and it tells an important story. Here's a scene from the film where uh, Dalton Trumbo meets John Wayne, mm. and John Wayne is very much in his face about it. he's being a commie, mm. and he doesn't know what it's like to be a real American. Yeah, real American. And you don't know sure. why we just we won World War II because of pinkos like you. Didn't fight communism in World War II. Uh, no, we didn't at all. But it's a great scene, and Brian Cranston's just awesome. Well, you better wake up, because it's a new day. A new day. And? And maybe it's not for your kind. My kind? What, what kind is that? The kind that has no idea why we just won a war. I was curious. That's the second time you mentioned that. See, I was a war correspondent in Okinawa. Edda's son was stationed in the Philippines. Eddie was in Europe with the Office of War Information. Where did you serve again? You trying to say something? No, Duke, he wasn't. Stay out of it, Eddie. If you're going to talk about World War II as if you personally won it, let's be clear where you were stationed. On a film set, shooting blanks, wearing makeup. And if you're going to hit me, I would like to take off my glasses. <laughs> a great performance and a great film. I highly recommend it. Trumbo, T-R-U-M-B-O is the name of the film. Eddie Pants, what do you got on uh, deck? Uh, is it Ernest Writes a Movie? No, oh. I wish there was a movie called <laughs> Ernest Writes a Movie. Can you imagine? Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> Oh, uh, if there's like a real life Ernest he's drawing from. You might oh. have to reboot the <laughs> Ernest franchise. I may have to do Ernest Writes a Movie. Yeah. Uh, I picked uh, 2000's uh, Wonder Boys. Oh, yes. Starring Michael Douglas, Tobey Maguire, Francis McDormand, Katie Holmes, Rick Torn, Robert Downey Jr. Mm -hmm. Has a great uh, role in this film. Uh, it's written by Stephen Cloves, uh, directed by Curtis Hansen. Uh, it's a film about uh, Professor Grady Tripp, who's played by 
uh, Michael Douglas, who's a uh, he's an author and uh, he's also a professor at a school in Pennsylvania. And uh, he's he's had one successful novel and he's trying to write the second one. He's he's struggling to finish it. It's already like it's almost like three thousand pages at this point. He can't find the end in this novel, and he's having an affair with the the chancellor's wife from the school, and uh, she's pregnant with his kid, and his wife just left him. So they're dealing with that whole relationship, and he's got this. He's got two students living with Tommy McGuire and uh, Katie Holmes are two of his students who rent rooms out in his house. And Robert Down Jr. is his publisher who comes to visit him to sort of like press him to see if he's going to get this book done. And it's there's not like really a driving main story through this movie. It's just a great character film or really great dialogue. And it's just really a fun, funny character study of a movie. Fun and funny, but also at some points devastating as well. Yes, there's some heavy moments in this film for sure. Kind of a study of the artist and how he self sabotages himself as well as constantly stepping on his own shoelaces. You could say, yes, his dick. Yeah. Uh, here's a scene where uh, a baby Tobey Maguire. I think this is one of his first films. He looks this was so like young. Either right before, or right after Spider Man. Um, was it the same time as Cider uh, uh, House? Cider House Rules. Rules? I, yeah. It was right around that time. Anyway, uh, he is a as Eddie mentioned is a student of Michael Douglas's character. He has been sleeping in a bus station. Yeah, and he's got suicidal thoughts. The kid's messed up, but he's super talented. And Michael Douglas, even with his own flaws, is able to recognize the talent in this kid and take him under his wing. Not hungry. James, you gotta eat. I'll get something out of the vending machine. Vending machine? What, what are you talking about? At the bus station, they have these cheese sandwiches. They're pretty good. It's better if you take me now. That way, Carl won't get my spot. Carl? Never mind. James, go get us a table, will you? I'm not letting the most talented writer in my class eat some weak old cheese sandwich, okay? I'm not letting them sleep on some bench at a bus station. It's great performances all around. What a terrific cast. It's great. I mean, the the timing, the comic timing on everybody, it's great. It's great film. Really well done. There you go. Two good movies about writers that you can check out this weekend in support of the WGA. Now it's time to close up the old video vault. Thank you so much for another wonderful week, boys and girls. We truly appreciate it. Let's all get back together on Monday. What do you say? Yay. Yay. But in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself. So whatever you do this weekend, please make sure you do it safely. Stay good in the hood. Because. Life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Until we do, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha, ha, I got it, ha ha, bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon.